Hey guys, what's up? My name is Sam, and this is my podcast where I talk about everything dealing with life, love, friends, and more, all while I'm looking good with nowhere to go. Hello, everybody. Oh my gosh, okay. Honestly, I always get so self-conscious because I record these in my room, and I'm always so self-conscious that someone's gonna hear me. Anyways, okay, first a few housekeeping items. Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to Joseph McDade for the new intro music. Um, he puts out great stuff. It's totally free to creators. It's out on his website, Joseph McCade, McDade. Oh, com. Um, so check him out. He does music for podcasts, YouTube videos, live streams, really whatever. Totally free. Seriously, go look at him, his stuff, because it's really great. He's got a wide range of things. So for sure, if you're looking for music, go there. Um, also, for those who have known about my podcast before this episode or have listened to any of my previous episodes, you know that there's recently been a name change involved. Um, this used to be called What Sam Has to Say, the podcast, which was pretty much just an extension of my blog. But I never really loved that name for a podcast, which is kind of hilarious. You'd think, why would you put out a podcast with that name if you didn't like it? But I knew if I didn't get started right away, I never would either. So I just kind of put it out there. Um, but I was actually sitting in my bed recently thinking about this, and it hit me. I should just change the name. <laughs> But I didn't know to what. So, little backstory here. Um, a little while ago, I told some friends that I realized if I ever wrote a book, I should call it um, "Looking Good with Nowhere to Go," because that just kind of sums up my life and the fact that I often am looking good with nowhere to go. Um, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Sam! Why don't you just name your podcast that? It's pretty much your book about your life, Justin." podcast form um so that is the new name looking good with nowhere to go also because usually when i'm recording this i'm looking good with nowhere to go this also kind of ties into the topic for today um it's a little bit more personal and involves some things that are going on in my life right now some may say that it's a little bit more of a heavy topic um or maybe not topic but it has some heavy parts to it and I actually came to the conclusion that this was going to be the topic in two different ways. The first was something that I saw online, and the second was because of things happening in my life. So I guess you could say this is the first Looking Good with Nowhere to Go podcast because it's about looking good with nowhere to go. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but I guess let's just jump in. So recently I saw this thing online and I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter or Pinterest, but basically it was just like a list of years and then it had like one or two words to describe that person's year for them, for like what had ever happened in their life. So for example, it said like, and I can't remember exactly if this was it, but this was pretty much the gist of it. It was like 2016 changed me, 2017 challenged me, 2018 broke me or something like that. So I decided to kind of play along and I wrote my own and it's been sitting in the notes on my phone for some months now and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that information. Maybe I would just like put out a tweet. I don't really know. And then I realized that I could kind of incorporate it into what's been going on in my life recently and 
then it turned into this podcast. So these are the ones that I wrote. And I decided I kind of wanted to stick mostly with um, the majority of my college experience. So that's where those years kind of hit for me. So even though I started college in 2014, I started this in my list in 2015. 2015 changed me. 2016 broke me. 2017 opened my eyes. 2018 challenged me. And 2019 is about me. Now, I just want to quickly touch on some of these years, or I guess the ideas behind these years, and give a little brief history as to why I chose to label them as such. So, 2015 changed me. In 2015, 15, <laughs> in 2015, I finished my first year of college. Um, I went home and I got my first real job, and I met some of my best friends that in 2015 as well. Um, I grew so much, and I really learned to step out of my comfort zone more. Um, 2016, it broke me. I had to go home from school unexpectedly, and because of that, I cried myself to sleep for a couple nights in a row. It was really hard. Um, I went back to the job at home, and I really did not enjoy it. Um, I was in a major that I absolutely hated, and my schoolwork because of it was not doing too well. Um, I attended a ward where I felt completely alone all of the time. And I was trying to maintain friendships from 700 plus miles away. And most of 2016, I just felt defeated. Now 2017, though, opened my eyes. I went back to school. I made some more of my best friends. I learned a lot about life and a lot about love. Um, I really started learning more about myself and figuring out who I am and more clearly where I want to go and what I want to do with my life. There were definitely some rough parts to, to definitely some rough parts to 2017, but overall I think it opened my eyes more to being an adult and really enjoying the life that I've been given. 2018 challenged me. Um, like I feel like most years have, it had some really good times. I had some really tough times as well. Um, I had to say goodbye to some of my very best friends as we all went different ways. Some people got jobs in other states, other countries. Um, people graduated. People went on missions, got married. People just moved across town. Um, I had to learn how to make new friends all over again. I got a calling that year that really was exhausting and tried me every single day. I made some really important life decisions. Um, I found out that I wasn't going to be graduating when I thought I would. And it also, 2018 came with some serious, I don't want to say serious, but it came with some health challenges and it came with some emotional challenges as well. 2019 though, this is a year that's about me. Now, I know it seems a little bit ridiculous to say that right now, when it's only June, that I've labeled 2019 as the year about me. But this year, I've been really trying to focus on me. And I don't want that to sound conceited or selfish in any way. Um, but I didn't decide this until partway through the six months we've gone through, I guess. Um, earlier this year, back in like mid-January, I wrote a blog blog post called, Hi, my name is Sam and I have a confession. 
in it, I talked about how a friend had made a comment to me that really hurt, but really put things into perspective. Um, I really wanted to change and become a better person because of that comment. Well, fast forward a couple of months. This is about two-ish months ago from June. And another friend told me the exact same thing. And I think the worst part about that is he kind of let it slip that some other people thought the same thing too about me. And that, holy crap, did that hurt. That, it sucked because I had been trying to be better, to become a better person. But apparently it didn't come across like that to other people. And I really started to tear myself down at that point. I used those experiences to really explain everything else happening in my life. I used it to kind of become an excuse, I guess, for things that were or were not happening to me. Um, I would look at it and say, well, this is why that one guy never called me and asked me out. This is why my old friends don't come back by and visit me anymore. This is why I'm having a hard time making friends with my new ward. This is why I sit at home almost every single night by myself. This is why that happened. This is why this happened. And I told myself I wasn't good enough. I told myself that I was annoying. I was ugly, rude, manipulative. I told myself that I wasn't trustworthy, that I gossip way too much. I told myself that these people were only friends with me when it was convenient for them. And now that it's not, they're not my friends anymore. I told myself a lot of things. Most of them were not nice. And honestly, I'm still dealing with some of those things. And they're not, they're still not nice. And while they may not all be true, they've left me broken. They've left me wanting to go home more than anything else. They've left me desperately wanting to be near my friends and the people who love me most. Calling my mom crying and just saying, Mom, I just want to go home. And then, on top of it all, something else happened. I've had a few experiences in the past six-ish months. Can we say six months? It's June. But they've really left me needing a friend. Only to have people that I thought were my friends ignore me or avoid me or even break me down. And maybe they didn't mean to do that. And none of them knew what I was dealing with. But it didn't make it hurt any less. Um, I recently, recently as in a couple weeks ago, was at an activity kind of thing, I guess you could say. And... I went with some other friends only to kind of be left on my own and I didn't really know anybody else there. And so the people that I did know, I tried to stick around them, you know, and I just kind of felt like I was annoying them. And then I was left on my own for about an hour surrounded by people I didn't know. And yes, I guess I could have started a conversation with somebody. But when you're already feeling not so good about yourself, you don't necessarily want to 
put yourself out there to make more friends, you know? And then about an hour-ish later, um, in a couple different spurts, I guess, I don't really know what to say, some people that I uh, actually knew and were friends with walked in a couple different times, like right after each other. And I was just like, yes, I have people that I know, people that I can talk to. And it was very clear the second I went up and talked to them that the feelings were not that mutual. I'm not saying that they like hated me or avoided me, but I just did not feel welcomed by them, if you know what I mean. Um, and like I said, maybe they didn't even mean to do that, but they didn't know what I was dealing with. And to have that happen hurt so much. So this kind of brings me to my second point. And I know I haven't fully finished my first thought necessarily, but I promise by the end of this, it will all come together and it will all make more sense. So those experiences recently that really left me questioning who my real friends are made me realize something. Not everyone thinks about everyone. Let me explain that. I really don't want to sound like prideful or anything when I say this, but I would like to think that I try to include everyone in things. I never want someone to feel left out. If I'm like hosting a game night or if there's like a party going on or if like someone's planning a fun activity, I try to invite other people to be there, as many people as I can, within reason, of course. Um, for example, my past two birthdays, I didn't want to do anything for my birthday. And I kind of just wanted to let the day come and go. And the biggest reason why I didn't want to do anything for either of those days is I wanted, I didn't want to have to worry about making sure to invite everybody. I didn't want to accidentally forget someone. Because I know how it feels to be that person that didn't get invited to something, but to see it later on social media. I know what it feels like to sit at home on a Friday night and then get asked on on Saturday, oh, why didn't you come last night? I know what it feels like to be at an activity and have no one talk to you. I know what every single one of those things feels like, and I don't want that for anyone else. And so I didn't want to do anything for my birthdays. Now, we did end up doing things and things like that, and they were fine. But point is, I didn't want anyone to feel left out. And side note right now, I am so tremendously sorry if I have ever, ever made you feel that way. But these things, they really do show me that not everybody does that not everybody thinks about everyone else and that is just astounding to me but maybe it's how people were raised or their personalities or maybe people really do just forget or maybe people don't even care but to me that's a problem there are still people who are sitting alone who feel like total outsiders when they're sitting with in a room full of people when who feel like maybe they're just not good enough when they hear about the fun activities other people are doing or have done. So, these things may have really made me realize maybe we can all try a little bit harder to be more inclusive, to invite someone to something that maybe we wouldn't have before, to talk to the person that nobody knows, 
to text a friend that we haven't seen in years. Um, I know that I could be better at this. 100% I could be better at this. But maybe we could all try to be a little bit nicer to everybody. Like I said earlier, those people that said things to me or did things to me, they didn't know what I was going through. But that's the point. We don't know what people are going through. But we could all be a little bit nicer to everybody. And not just in like a verbal sense, not just like cordially manners, politeness kind of way. To make people feel included, to make them feel important and wanted. And so that kind of brings me back to my first point. I've been so incredibly hard on myself so far this year. But I need to realize that I'm only human. That we're, we are all only human. So 2019, it's about me. It's about improving me. It's about taking the time that is necessary to heal myself, to fix what needs fixing. It's about surrounding myself with genuine people who I absolutely know love me. And it's about making sure that other people feel the same thing from me. This year, I'm working to be a better version of myself and sincerely hope all of us can do that as well. I think it speaks volumes when somebody is so kind and so inclusive just because that's the person that they are. The people that are aware of the other people in their lives. And so while this all started as a kind of pity party poor me moment for me it really helped me realize I hate it when I feel that way why would I ever want somebody else to feel that way and so 2019 it's about me being better I guess you could say it's about me it's about not about me I guess about other people but at the same time it's about me acknowledging the things I'm struggling with outside of just thinking of others. It's about me fixing the lies I've been telling about myself, telling to, telling myself about myself. Um, and so I hope 2019 can be about you, that you can take the time to look at the things that maybe you need to do in your life. Maybe you want to improve in something. Maybe you want to let go of something. But let's all be respectful of our own journeys, too. None of us are on the same path, and we're all going through things that we don't know about each other. And so let's all be a little bit nicer. Let's all be a little bit more understanding and patient as well. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it's a little bit of a maybe heavier topic, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Like always, please feel free to reach out to me with any questions, comments, episode ideas, <laughs> really anything. You can message me on Facebook, Instagram. You can Snapchat me, text me, call me. <laughs> really, any way to get a hold of me, please give me feedback. Um, for those maybe who are new to the podcast, I try to post at least once a month. So check back next month to see what else I have to talk about.